0: Hello and welcome to the In The Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Poe. Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I pray that everyone out there that is listening the sound of my voice that you are doing well welcome back welcome back welcome back listen we've been talking a lot lately about the power of words i meant to the point of where we're talking about it on the in the word episodes we're talking about it on eat up mondays we're talking about it here on in the word podcast it has just been an ongoing thing in the last uh, Two weeks for me, not only here on the Internet, but also just talking to people in general, just, you know, having that conversation about being careful with what we allow to come out of our mouths. We know that the scripture Proverbs 18 and 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. And we've been really digging into the scriptures that deals with a wholesome tongue, that deals with let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. All these different things just dealing with what it is that we are saying. Is it inviting death in our life or is it inviting life into our life? And as I was thinking about how much we've been conversating about that, about what we... Are allowing to come out of our mouths, I begin to think about what is it that we are allowing uh to be spoken into us? what are we are you know what are we listening to? I should say, and receiving it to the point where we are allowing those words to go you know within us and 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 down in our heart, down into our spirit um to the point of where it is either bringing death or bringing life, right? Because if you remember, David said uh, to the Lord, he said, I have hidden thy word down in my heart that I might not sin against you. So when I hide your words, Lord, down in my heart, uh, I know that it's going to prevent me from doing the things that you do not want me to do. But what happens when we are allowing, you know, words other than the Lord's words or words that are spoken by people that are not from the Lord because we know that there can be times where people can speak into our life and it is God speaking or speaking into our life you know through the word but I wanted to talk about that today on the podcast because just as it is important uh us watching the words that we are allowing to to come out of our mouths it's also important the words that we are listening to that are coming out of other people's mouths and how it is that we receive them or if we receive them or reject them. And the scripture that came to mind was Matthew chapter four. And, you know, those of you that, you know, read the Bible, you may be familiar with this passage of scripture where it talks about when the devil came to tempt Jesus and how he tempted him the three times. And one of the particular times that I wanted to talk about was Matthew chapter four, verses two through four. And it says, and this was right after Jesus finished fasting, right? It says, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, talking about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, he was afterward in hunger. So it says, listen, he fasted 40 days, 40 nights, and he's hungry, which he should be, right? And it says, and when the tempter came to him, he said, meaning the devil, the tempter is the devil, if thou be the son of God. Command these stones to be made bread. But he answered, talking about Jesus and said, it is written. Best way to deal with the devil. I talked about this recently is. Through the word of God, that is where you're going to find your true victory over the devil. It is written, knowing the word and not only knowing the word, but having it hidden down in your heart that when the time comes, when need be, you can stand on it. But listen to what Jesus says to him. He says, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Listen, I'm hungry. Yes, that bread that do sound really, really good. But I am of the understanding that I do not live by bread alone, whether that's, whether that's natural bread or, or bread, which some of us call money. We do not live by these natural things alone, uh, regular food, money, whatever have you, but by every word, not some words, not a couple words, every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God the question is, what did God say? What is God saying? Because we should be living by every single word that proceeded out, that comes out of the mouth of God. That is what we want to be being led by. Nothing more, nothing else. And I'm not saying that there aren't times that people are not saying things to us or speaking things to us that are not necessarily biblical or just a a, a prophetic word from God that can't be taken in as good information. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is the only thing that we should be following exclusively every single time is whatever it is that God is saying. And that's why in, on this podcast on our YouTube channel, Facebook page, we're constantly quoting Proverbs, one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs uh, chapter three, verses five and six. And what do those verses say? They say, trust in the Lord, only trust in him. You know, any mother, father, sister, brother, husband, wife, kids, at some point, they will let you down at some point. They may not, they will not meet certain expectations. And that's why we don't put our trust in man right uh, uh, to the extent of where we would put our trust in God. We have trust in man. We trust our spouse. We trust our kids, but not on the level of God. We, we should have no one on that level because I'm here to tell you newsflash. They will let you down at some point. Right. But it says trust in the Lord. With all thine heart With everything that you have within you Everything with all thine heart And lean not unto thine own understanding Don't look at situations And think you know what's going on Just by your eyes What your eyes are seeing And what your ears is hearing Because sometimes things are way deeper than that So it says, listen Don't lean to your own understanding How you're understanding the situation But it says, in all thy ways All thine heart trust in the Lord in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall, he will direct thy paths. If we acknowledge him, right, he shall, he will direct our paths. Every word, he will give us the right information. He will give us the right direction to go. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. This is what we live by. And this is what we should be standing on. This is what we should be allowing to be the filter for any words that come our way. Right. Whether that's just through a coworker, whether that's through a family member, a loved one, whether that's through a preacher, we should test the words that they're saying. Right. According to the word, we should line it up to God's word and say, listen, is what they're saying is it what God is saying? Because I don't live by just by what you say. It has to be coming out of the mouth of God. It has to be something that I can line up with the word. And as I line it, line it up with the word, I get confirmation that, listen, this is something that God is saying. This is something that I could move forward in, because I'm telling you, with having the Internet here all of these years and all of these apps, social media, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Facebook, regular news, you know, all, all of these different sources, Twitter. It is so easy to follow what somebody is saying that could be totally Contrary to the word of God Or could be just totally Detrimental to your life Because there's so much information out there And that's why I was telling someone last night I say listen Anything that I do see posted on the internet I'm not on Facebook uh, a whole lot But even when I used to be on Facebook Or sometimes when I get up there to post up stuff And I might read a couple things I don't take these things on face value If it seems like it's something super important Or that could be Uh, something very serious, I go and do my research first. And what I find is a lot of the stories you see posted, a lot of times they're fake stories. Sometimes they're, they're from satire websites where they like to make a lot of jokes about different things. But what you will find is that people, it will have tons of shares because somebody just read it, took it off of face value, Say, oh, this this must be true. Or, and sometimes, let's be honest, depending on who it's about or what it's talking about, we want it to be true. Right. Because this might be something we don't like or a person we don't like. So we don't even try to take the time to go and search and see if the story is true. And what do we do? We spread it. And now as it spreads, it's like a cancer, because first of all, it's a lie. And second of all, you got all of these people participating in a lie and sharing a lie, which can be detrimental to our lives if we are those that are doing that, right? But we we should be having the correct words coming out of our mouth, words of life, words that come from the Lord, but we should also be taking in words of life. We should not be receiving any you know, negative words, any words that's coming from Satan, you know, uh, telling us to go against the Lord, just like he told Jesus, listen, turn these, uh, stones into bread. You know what I mean? If, and, and look look at what he says to the Lord, if thou be the son of God, and that's how the devil play with you. If you're this, or if you're that, then you'll just, no, 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 no. I don't, Trust in my own uh, ways I trust totally in the Lord That with all my heart And I don't lean to my own understanding Whether I'm able to do this or not Let me ask the Lord first If I should do it That's how we rolling over here, right? We are acknowledging Him And allowing Him to direct our paths With every single word That proceedeth out of His mouth Because I'm telling you If you are not careful, people will tell you anything and will not care how you take it in, what you do with the, you know, what you do with that information, who you spread it to. And it could be a total lie. It could be something that's devastating to somebody's life. And remember, we talked about the power of words and and, and their stories. Of where rumors have spread And things have spread that have been fake And people have took their lives Or fallen into depression for years And never have come out of it They shouldn't allow themselves to even get there, right? You know, we, we shouldn't allow other people's words To bring us to that state But everybody's not in the same place And that's why you gotta be careful what it is that you say Because you don't know what it is that you're saying To somebody that may Discourage them But when I think about You know not living by bread alone and living by every every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God.'m I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of this story man and and, it's, and it always blows me away. And when I when I tell you guys about this story, some of you I'm pretty sure have heard of this story and some of you may have not, but it's in first Kings uh, chapter 13 and it's dealing with uh, a guy named uh, King Jeroboam. And what happens is, is King Jeroboam, he builds two altars and and really the story that I'm, that I'm getting ready to, to share with you is really, he's involved in it, but, but it's really going to deal with, with, what the Bible calls or who the Bible calls the man of God. Right. But just to give you a little background on the story, Jeroboam, he builds two altars, he builds one in Dan and he builds one in Bethel. Um, And he also made two calves of gold for the people to worship. And and he took one, he put one in Tan, he put one in Bethel. And this became a sin, you know, because God, he didn't tell him to do this. He didn't tell him to build these altars or to make these calves. And not only didn't the Lord tell him to do that, but um, another thing that he did was he made priests of the lowest of people, you know, in the community or in that area, which were not The sons of Levi, so they should have never been made priests, and I think that's very key because those are the things we see today, right? A lot of people that we receive teaching and preaching from, some of these people should have never been made, you know, pastors, ministers, whatever their titles, elders, they should have never been made that because what. They weren't ordained by God. We know that the sons of Levi were were ordained by God, but here's Jeroboam, you know, making priests out of whoever he want to make priests out of. Right. So in other words, you know, he made these individuals priests that God didn't ordain. And what's funny about that is, you know, some of these things we see happening today, you know, um, we hear the stories, um, you know, of of people that have been in the head of leadership or in the head of ministry and have done wild and crazy things to the point of of, of taking other people's lives, right? So this is why we gotta be careful. Of who we're listening to Whose information we're taking in And once again to run the things That they say and do Through the scriptures I don't care how well they could speak I don't care how much money they have Because a lot of them They kind of woo us with their money Because let's be honest Some of us would like to be in those positions So they woo us with what they have And they make us think that Oh that's because I'm blessed by the Lord If you listen to me You're going to have it like me And listen let me tell you something blessings of the Lord is not being rich. That's, that's not the ultimate blessing of the Lord is having his spirit residing in you and having a relationship with him. Everything else is just a cherry on top. If you, if you're going to have money or whatever, that's just a cherry on top. But what's six, what's true success is abiding in Jesus Christ, abiding in the Lord. Right. But when you think of Jeroboam, King Jeroboam, what's even crazier is all of this stuff that he's doing. You know he's doing basically not to lose the people that God had given him and placed him over, right? Which is which is weird. He's going against God to try to hold on to the people that God gave him, right? That that doesn't even make sense. So he's going against the instruction of God, which we should be living by every single word that proceeded out of His, out of his mouth. But he's just doing his own thing, right? So now he's in a position. And instead of continuing to follow the direction of the Lord, he's leaning to his own understanding, which we talked about, you know. So with this happening, now God sends the man of God, right, to the altar that Jeroboam has built um, to cry out against it. And so as the man of God is crying out against the altar that Jeroboam built, Jeroboam hears him and points at him and says, lay hold on him. Um, or in today's word, we would say, grab him. you know what I mean? You know, grab him. but the hand that Jeroboam pointed at the man of God it dried up to the point of where Jeroboam, he couldn't even draw it back in. Um, it was stuck and and Jeroboam, he asked the man of God to pray to the Lord, please, please pray to the Lord and ask him to restore, you know, his hand and the man of God does that and the Lord restores his hand. Very, very powerful and interesting story. But I want to read to you through the scriptures what happens after, you know, this particular showdown or 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 this particular uh, uh situation between King Jeroboam and the man of God. And if you guys have your Bible with with you, you can follow along. Uh first Kings chapter 13. And I want to start in the seventh verse. And the scripture says, and the king said unto the man of God, now this is Jeroboam after his hand has been drawn back in, you know, it's no longer her, He says, come home with me and refresh thyself and I will give thee a reward. Listen to what verse eight says. And the man of God said unto the king, if thou wilt give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. For so was it charged me, listen to this, by the word of the Lord. So he's saying, listen, the reason why I'm not doing any of these things, I don't care what you say, is because I got a word from God, right? So he says, for so was it charged me by the word of the Lord, saying, this is what God said, eat no bread, nor drink no water, nor turn again by the same way that thou camest. Don't go don't go the same way you came in. So he went another way and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. Verse 11. Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel. So before I read this, we see that he stood tall. He said, listen, man, I got Specific instructions Every word that proceeded Out of the mouth of the Lord I came to do today I already did what I needed to do With the altar And now you're trying to get me To stay here and eat with you No, 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 no God tells me not to do that And I'm not going to do it So he stands tall, right? Verse 11 Now there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel And his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God and I love how it keeps calling calling him the man of God. Right. Um, Because because the the scriptures is trying to let us know, like, listen, this was a man called by God. This was a man of God that God sent to handle this business. But I love also in verse 11 here. What does it say? This guy's an old prophet. And Bethel, these are two things that we, we will not be able to dispute when this is over, right? Because it's telling us this guy's a prophet and this guy's a man of God. And the reason why I say that is because as we read in the story, you know, some of us would be tempted to be like, nah, neither one of them were what they said say they were. But no, the scriptures is telling us these. this is what these two guys were, right? The scripture goes on to say the words which he had spoken unto the king, them they told also to their father. So the kids, they tell the old prophet in Bethel, their father, listen, this is what he told King Jeroboam and their father said unto them, what way went he? For his sons had seen what way the man of God went, which came from Judah. And he said unto his sons, Saddle me the ass. So they saddled him the ass, and he rode thereon, and went after the man of God, and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto them, Art thou the man of God that is from Judah? And he said, I am. Then he said unto him, Come home with me. Uh oh, here we go again and eat bread. And he said, The man of God says, I may not return with thee nor go in with thee. Neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place, for it was said to me by the word of the Lord. Every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God is what we live by. It has been said to me by the word of the Lord. Thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there Nor turn again to go by the way that thou camest So once again, he is standing firm on what it is that God has told him Verse 18, he said unto him This is the old prophet Now I am a prophet also as thou art Uh-oh, position. Oh, this is very important. Why? Because sometimes as human beings now, this is a man of God that hears from God that is doing the work of God. Let's just imagine somebody that doesn't even feel like they're on that level and this big prophet. And, you know, we we love that type of stuff. prophetess and the prophet has spoken. We love that. So it's easy, you know, for somebody on a on a lower scale spiritually to be. To be wooed by that, right? But this is a this is another prophet and man of God, you know, that this old prophet is talking to. We've just seen him; he cried out against the altar, and God showed up to the point of where him being pointed at, drawed up somebody else's arm. So this this guy's the real deal. But listen to what the old prophet says to him: "I am a prophet also, as thou art, and an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord." Uh oh. He's saying an angel has spoken to him by the word of the Lord saying, bring him back with thee into thine house that he may eat bread and drink water. But he lied unto him. What? The old prophet didn't. And this is why I said we would be tempted when we hear this to say, oh, he wasn't a real prophet. Because why would he lie? The Bible says not only was he a prophet, but he lies to the other prophet, the man of God, and says, an angel spoke to me. I And you know what? I want to park right here for a second. Because this is so telling for our day and time and for, for, for all the years past, all the way back to the days of Jeremiah, right? Where, where God was saying, listen, they're prophesying stuff I didn't tell them. They're prophesying things coming from their belly. This is a major, major, major problem when it comes to us as human beings and so-called listening to these prophets or people that's telling you God said or I got a word from the Lord. Unfortunately, a lot of times they be lies. People just be making stuff up. And because you might be going through something or you're dealing with something and they hit a little direct area of your life or hit a direct area of your life, a lot of times you're just, you know, you're kind of compelled to, to, to receive it, but we got to be careful of what words we receive down in our heart because they're going to shape and mold our lives. They're going to change the direction of our lives. So remember, this man of God has spef- specific directions on what to not what not to do. I'm getting excited in this area. But not only that, God gives him direction on how to go back to where he's going. Right. But here comes this prophet, for whatever reason, chases this man down, bothers him, says all these things and now lies to him. Talking about an angel spoke to me. Be very careful. I don't care what kind of title a person has. I don't care how big their church has uh, or is, how big, their, their uh, how nice their wardrobe is, you know, how big the congregation is, how much money they have. Listen, everything must be ran through the filter of the Holy Spirit. Everything must be confirmed You can't just take people's word for it Taking people's word for it can get you killed Can cause you to lose your life But let's read on It says, but he lied unto him, right? Verse 19 says, so he went back with him And did eat bread in his house and drank water Now, this is a huge problem Because he already had specific instructions God already told him what it is That he needed to do and not to do, but yet he allows this guy, the old prophet from Bethel to come and lie to him and trick him to come back. Listen to verse 20. Very interesting. And it came to pass as they sat at the table that the word of the Lord came unto the prophet. Don't miss this. That brought him back. The scriptures wanted to be clear. It ain't ain't other prophets in a room sitting at the table eating with him. No, it's the guy that brought him back. The word of the Lord came to him. The guy that lied. And verse 21 says, and he cried unto the man and calls him the man of God again. That came from Judah saying, thus saith the Lord, for as much as thou has disobeyed the mouth of the Lord. Remember, we live not by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. He says, for as much as thou has disobeyed the mouth of the Lord and has not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee, you have not, you have not kept what he told you to do, but you came back verse 22, but came back and has eaten bread and drunk water in the place of the, which the Lord did say to thee, to thee, eat no bread and drink no water. Thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulcher of thy father. He said, listen, you are not going to be because of your disobedience, you are not going to be buried where you were supposed to be buried with your fathers verse 23. And it came to pass after he had eaten bread. And after he had drunk that he saddled for him the ass. this is talking about the old prophet. He saddled the ass for, for, for the man of God to wit for the prophet whom he had brought back. So he saddles the ass for the man of God, puts him on it. And it says, and when he was gone, Verse 24, a lion met him by the way and slew him and his carcass was cast in the way and and the ass stood by it. The lion also stood by the carcass. Super powerful. When you get a chance, finish reading out. That chapter, and just, just to see, and, and just like a little homework assignment or, or just something to encourage you to do to get in the word if, if you're not getting the word, or even if you are, go read the rest of that story and just see how it all plays out with the man of God, you know, going to get his, uh, the, the old prophet going to get his body. Just, just insane how all of that worked out. But I wanted to share this story because. Here it is, somebody that was was given specific instructions that was going to lead them home safely. Think think about how how parallel this is to our life here on the earth. Those of us that are saved and belong to the Lord. Right. He gives us instruction to do a job, you know, whatever that cry out against the altar is for us, whatever it is he's created us to do. Right. He gives us instructions on how to do that job and how to get home. Right. Eternal life with Christ. Woo! He gives us instruction on how to do our job and on how to get home, to live eternally with him, to get home safe. Right. But if we are not careful. We can allow circumstances, we can allow uh, things, life tragedies. We can allow like this guy did somebody that we feel is somebody or influential or they telling us they somebody and maybe they looked apart. But guess what? Exactly who this guy told him he was. He was. He really was a prophet. But he was lying. And not only was he lying, but God gave him the word to speak to the man of God to tell him, listen, you messed up. And this is going to be the consequences. And somebody out there, you might be saying, oh, that's not right. Why would God do that? God didn't do anything. God told him exactly what to do, and he did not follow it 100%. He got halfway there and he dropped the ball. So it ain't God fault. God told him what to do, and if he would have followed that, no matter what anybody would have said, he would have been fine. And that's how it is for our lives. If we follow exactly what God say, that's that's the question I'm asking. What did God say? Because that's what we should be following, because that is what is important. And that's what I wanted to encourage you guys today is, yes, we've talked about. The power of words and what it is that we're saying and allowing it to come out of our mouth, yes, that is the, the scriptures don't lie, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it, you know they shall eat the fruit thereof the it, it don't even it don't get no plainer than that, right? So we got to be careful with what it is that we say and we allow to come out of our mouth. And and we also talked about in recent podcasts that those things that are coming out of our mouth is coming from our heart. Right. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we got to be careful, you know, uh, with what's coming out of our mouth, but also realizing that whatever that is, that's coming from our heart. So. If it's not good, I need God to deal with my heart, right? So that I can hide his word down in there, like David said, so that when I speak, that's what comes out. Life comes out, encouragement comes out. And once again, I am not talking about uh, you know, sugarcoating sin or not speaking against sin. When we talk about negativity and talking down on somebody, we're talking about just straight. You know, cursing someone or speaking negativity into their life. We're not talking about rebuke. We're not talking about if somebody is out of order and sin, you know, speaking those things to them, whatever God is saying, because that's just rebuke. The Bible says, you know, open rebuke is better than secret love. So so somebody being rebuked or, you know, being spoken to about the word, about their lifestyle, that's not thats not negative words. They're actually, those are life words. Those are words that if they take it in, that's chastisement from God. If they take it in, the Bible says that, the, that a peaceable fruit will yield from that. If they take that chastisement in and allow God to do whatever it is he want to do in their lives... Eventually it will yield a peaceable fruit. That's what it talks about, I believe, in uh Hebrews 12, right? When it talks about God's chastisement. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about when you're talking crazy, you're talking down on somebody, you're telling somebody there'll never be nothing, you're stupid, you know, you're going to hell, God doesn't. No, no, no. We, we we're talking about and, and and even going to hell, even with that, some people talk like that as if they already know certain people's fate. We know the scripture tells us what's going to put us in hell and that that's what we should be preaching. But you can't tell somebody that they're definitely going to hell and ain't dead yet. The Bible says you can't do that because you don't really know. You don't know what's going to happen in that person's life. Their life could be changed in the blink of an eye. Their life can be changed instantly, just like many of our lives were, right? But we have to be careful. Once again, not only what it is that we're speaking you know, into the atmosphere or speaking into other people, but also what we are receiving in. Because if we receive the wrong words in, if we allow the wrong people to speak into our life, I don't care how deep they sound, if it's not from God and if it wasn't meant for us to take in, right? And 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 eat on that, guess what? It's gonna call it's gonna be begin. And to become like a poison within us right and sometimes when certain things are spoken into you they're very subtle right you you don't you don't feel it right away you don't feel the effects right away but that poison is spreading and it may not spread fast it may take years to really hit your body, to hit your spirit, man. And when it does, it's almost like it's too late. Right. But guess what? We still have an opportunity to cry out to God. God, forgive me. You know, please forgive me that I listened to this individual or I received these words that didn't come from you. Forgive me, Lord. Help me to get rid of this thing and to receive in to me, the words that lead to eternal life. Listen, I pray that this encouraged somebody. This was on my heart to share because we've been going in, 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 in about what it is that we're saying out here. But it is just as important that we don't end up like the man of God, that we don't allow anyone, anyone to speak something into our life that God did not say. Because guess what? If we do just like this man of God here, it can cause us not to make it home. And that's not what we're looking for. It can cause us not to make it home, not to live eternally with the Lord. But guys know that I love you and Jesus loves you. Uh, Lately, I've been just feeling so good with everything that we've just been discussing, I, I feel in my heart that people are being encouraged. I'm being encouraged. Um, In this last Eat Up Mondays that I did, I was transparent about some things I was dealing with. We talked about being offended. Like, like I just feel like God is just really, truly having his way. You know, I've gotten a couple calls from from people that have been watching the videos or the podcast that they've been encouraged. So listen, I'm, I'm encouraged by that, but I'm happy that God is having his way. And I'm happy that we're all receiving what it is that God has to say to us. Right. So that we can be, you know, on the path that God has for us doing his work and on our way home on the right path, right? That narrow path, but know that I love you guys. And until the next time, We hop on the podcast together. Shalom.